Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you again for listening to my podcast, it warms my heart. Um, I want to talk now about past lives as it's a very interesting subject and I've kind of talked about it in the last episodes, but now I want to um, talk about some certain questions that some friends of mine had about past lives and we had some really nice conversations together and um, I want to share some of those topics with with you, with everyone. So uh, the first thing that comes to my mind now is that Doubtful thought that many people have, well, those who are doubters, those who don't believe, um, those who look for uh, quote-unquote proof of things not being this way, or this way, or this way. And one a friend of mine asked me, uh, then why is it that there is so much suffering in this world? And it's the same... uh, This question is brought up to uh, the face of everyone who is spiritual and like stumbles upon someone who is not. Now... Religious people would say that suffering is uh, the key to gaining God's favor or something like that. That suffering is uh, what life is and bullshit. It's just bullshit. Life is not suffering. Life is suffering when you believe life is suffering. What you believe, that's what you attract. It's the law of the universe. It's the law of attraction. There are multiple laws of the universe. um, And I'll talk about each one of them. uh, But not today. Today I want to talk about past lives. And this friend of mine said... Because I, I, I was telling her that we choose before we reincarnate. We choose our life purpose, we choose our place of birth, time of birth, our family, our contracts with other souls. And she was like, well, if it is so, then why are some people born, some children born with disease? And why do some people have so hard such a hard time throughout their lives and etc and at that time I didn't really come up with the best answer because it it just shocked me her her question shocked me a little bit but uh, now I have more inspiration for an answer 
and I just want to clarify for everyone the fact that it's not all sugar and rainbows and honey and it's not all perfect as in terms of it's done because there wouldn't be any more expansion of it of anything anymore and I talked about this in the previous episode perfection is not everything being set in stone and only by contrast do you evolve because as there is duality in this world just as much as there is the face of the coin that points to where you want to go to what you want to be to who you want to become there's also the other face of the coin that points to what you don't want whom you don't want to be stuff like that and the thing with suffering one it happens because most people believe that life is suffering and they attract that. And so it happens because most people don't really follow their life purpose. And that's where frustration and sadness and depression come in. Because negative emotions, all types of negative emotions lurk where your higher self, your inner being, your divine self does not dwell. Lurk in the places where the attention of your divine self does not go. So if you're there, if you in your physical form had your attention to a negative aspect of course that what you're gonna feel is a negative emotion and a negative aspect is as I said something that is far from who you truly are far from your life purpose far from your soul mission that's why negative emotions happen the purpose of the negative emotions is to show you that you are not where your higher self wants you to be that you are not where you the true you want to be and you can notice this in the two attitudes of the situation that i have just described of me and that friend of mine. So, there I am talking about past lives and your higher self and the fact that before you reincarnate, you choose your life purpose, you choose everything. And I find great magnificence, great beauty in this. And the other person who came with the question of, yes, but why is this like that? Why is there suffering? Was having her attention 
at the other pole. She is definitely not where her higher self is. And that's where she has her attention. Her attention is on the negative aspects. Her attention is on unfulfillment, on sadness, on meh. So it was only natural for her to come up with such a response, which actually is not a response, is not a, is not bu- building up the conversation, is just trying to subtly deny the point that I came up with. But that's the fun of it, because you have contrast. And as I said, it's expansion. Once again, because had I not been given this contrast, had I not stumbled upon that question of hers, I wouldn't have thought of an answer for such a question, which is not really an answer. It's just a more elaborate way of showing you that you are not where you want to be. And this is how it goes. The more you're focused on the bad, the worse it gets and the worse it gets and the worse it gets and the worse it gets. And the more you're focused on the good, the better it gets and the better it gets and the better it gets and the better it gets. Like attracts like. So shift your focus. If you're in if you notice you're in such a place of frustration or fear or sadness Try to understand the situation a little and shift your focus. Look the other way. Understand the fact that you're feeling this because that's not where you need to be. You don't need to put yourself through hard work. You don't need to put yourself through suffering. You don't need to put yourself through anything that you don't want. You did not come in this world to experience anything unwanted. You did not come in this world to give up laughter and joy. On the contrary, you came in this world to experience the beauty of physical manifestation. So, just keep in mind, whenever you have moments of fear, of frustration, of sadness, of anxiety or depression. Think of why, think of how, of how and what it is that you're feeling and if all of the circumstances involved serve where you want to go. And if you don't know where you want to go, well, start there. Now, 
to come back to my initial point, yes, we do decide our purpose, our mission for each lifetime, but it's not like it's set in stone. It's not like once you incarnate, you're definitely gonna achieve that because you have free will. Physical existence is a beautiful combination of, let's call it fate, in terms of what I said, that you, it's not fate like someone else deciding for you, some other entity, no, it's you. It's you, your divine self, who decided that. That's why you have certain passions, certain callings. Those are pointing you to your purpose. Listen to your passions. Knowing your inner purpose is doing the things that you love most. Period. You don't have to undergo a life of compromise. You don't have to serve a job just for the money. You don't have to give up your passions just because you think that this realm of working is not highly paid. Don't look at statistics. Don't be a statistic. Don't look at the economy. You're not a subject of this world. This life does not happen to you. It happens for you. Do not look at external things and circumstances and conditions. Do not condition yourself. Just because X percent of people in a certain realm of work succeed and a certain X percent do not succeed, that does not mean that those statistics are anything when, it's a, when it comes to you. You're not a statistic. Take that out of your mind. Those are just excuses. People who say that, yes, but it's not really a profitable business it's not really like this and it's not really like that and this is why it's not gonna work and this is why it's probably not a good idea and blah 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 yeah those are just excuses for people who do not want to step out of their comfort zone and i can tell you the more you linger at a job only for the salary and that job does not speak to who you are, the soul, that job does not speak to your truth, well, you're only gonna live shit. Yeah, you're gonna be satisfied when the salary comes in, but eight hours a day, while you're at work, what are you going to do with that? Your life just goes by. And you're not fulfilling your, your life purpose. Because this is what 
I was about to say, it is fate. Not that awkward idea of fate that you just cannot escape your destiny. You just have to go through certain things. Well, yes, there are certain things that are about to happen because before we incarnate, we have, as I said, contracts with other souls and some of them have the purpose of keeping us on track. Now, some of them might be strong, some of them might be a little less strong. As to say that some things, yes, are bound to happen because you decided that it, it is imperative for you to go through those things in this lifetime. But only some things. Some other things fall into the other side of the coin called free will. You have free will. And this is why you can reach your goals and you can step up, you can listen to your truth and live, live your truth and serve your purpose, your soul mission, or you just can totally turn a blind eye on it. And it's not that anyone else is responsible for that. It's you. It's all up to you. It's all up to you, your mindset, your actions, everything that you decide and feel. And that's why there is, as she said it, and many other people say, quote unquote, so much suffering. There is so much suffering because you're looking at so much suffering. The news. Well, you're only gonna get shit from the news. You're only gonna get bad stuff from the news. Bad mojo. Because that's what they serve. And the so-called normality falling in line, falling into what other people prescribed for you. Yes, there is suffering in that. How could it not be? Because you're just chained. The more you choose to follow that, the more you choose to carry a prison around you. But the more you look at the positive aspects, the more positive aspects you're gonna see. 
if you're in a bad spot, don't think that you can entirely shift all of your perception in just one second and be in a place of total bliss, like instantly. But with a small step, you can make the greatest shift ever. Because it's like a domino. You you just push the, fir- the first piece and then everything is set in motion. Choose today. Choose today to look at the sunshine and the sun rays and just take joy in that. Or I don't know anything that works for you. Anything that makes you happy, but genuinely happy. And it's okay that in your first steps, you think of being happy for conditions, as to I'm being happy for I have this, I'm being happy for I am with this person, I'm being happy for, I don't know. A condition, but genuine happiness is being happy, being joyous and thankful for existence itself. And when you're there, you know that you are in not just the vibrational vicinity, but you are in your higher self, you are in the vortex of your higher self. When you're just so happy and so thankful for existence itself. And another thing about suffering and people not listening to their truth and their calling And their purpose in this lifetime is that maybe, well, not maybe, (laughs) is that they have parts of their soul which are lost. So let's say you incarnate and you have a certain soul mission. But something happens that you do not live that soul mission. You do not live your purpose in that lifetime. You do not awaken. And it just so happens that during such lifetimes, you undergo traumatic experiences that cage parts of your soul in those experiences. And in the non-physical, there is no flowing of time, there is pure eternity, so everything happens all at once. You can move within time to all spaces in time. 
and imagine that you go to a certain lifetime, such a lifetime where you did not live your soul mission and you had a part of your soul caged there. Therefore, the the following lifetimes are definitely lifetimes of being stuck because you're not complete you're not complete and therefore you cannot move forward until you unlock those parts of your soul that have remained caged in past experiences and here is where um, shamanic soul retrieval or past life regression meditation both work here is where they come in through these you can unlock those parts of your soul I'll give you a short example uh, there was a woman once who was just so stuck, uh, sorry, was just so afraid of tight places. She was claustrophobic. And she went to psychologists and psychiatrists, but nothing worked. Until she decided to uh, go to a past life regression therapist and what that therapist discovered was that in a previous lifetime she was still a woman and she was killed by the, the husband she had in that lifetime uh, he beat her until she died but before doing so, he locked uh, the room they were in. He locked the door to that room. So, <laughs> you can imagine what kind of death that soul went through. And it's obvious it was traumatic so after going to the past life regression therapy after discovering where this was coming from she had no more fears of tight places and this is the case for many unexplainable fears that people have and they can go to conventional types of therapy but it just doesn't work it doesn't work because the conventional types of therapy 
follow the the idea that it all comes from something that occurred in this lifetime, which is not the case. Well, yeah, it might be the case sometimes, but just not every time. So if you feel like it, if you feel like you have parts of your soul that got stuck somewhere, dig into that. Do search for a shaman or a past life regression therapist so that you can heal yourself and move forward. And allow yourself to expand as a soul. Allow yourself to create. Because this is the beauty of existence. Creation. Constant creation. Constant expansion. Allow yourself to step into your power. Allow yourself to be the creator of your own existence. Allow yourself to build your own life and allow yourself, most importantly, allow yourself to receive all the blessings that your inner being and the source have for you. Or your spirit guides, your soul family, your angels and archangels, your spirit animals, your deities. Whoever you work with, whoever from the non-physical realm that you work with, or whoever works with you if you're still not awakened, or still not fully awakened. Allow yourself to receive all of the blessings that the non-physical has to offer you. Do not think that you are unworthy. Do not think that you have to validate yourself in any kind of way in order to receive those blessings. Do not think that you have to do anything else other than being joyous. Because when you get all the blissfulness of your manifestation, whatever it is that you're manifesting. It's when you are in a place that Abraham Hicks called the path of least resistance. And they say they would like to call it the path of most allowance but because many people have a hard time with allowing themselves to receive all these blessings 
That's why they call it the path of least resistance. So how's about we shift that a little bit? How's about we upgrade and we really make it the path of most allowance? I kiss you all and I hope you go that way. I hope you go the path of most allowance and you become truly joyous and thankful for existence itself. Bliss to everyone, blessed be, and allow yourself to be blessed. I love you all.